Hey y'all, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and we're here for episode 212 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, and uh, it's a solo episode. If you were living under a rock, maybe you didn't notice, maybe your world does not revolve around mine, <laughs> but it should around your weekly dose of boonie while we're in season. I mean, that's only fair, but there was no episode last week. Um, I lost my grandfather and, you know, um, I had to take a moment. I had to take a moment to pause. I was preparing to do a solo episode last week. And I just knew that I was going to be able to move forward with that. And I was not. And so I just want to thank each of you um, for holding space for the positive words, the good vibes you sent my way. I feel like I'm out of a fog now. And so we can we can proceed. Um, I can't say that next week may be a new episode, um, cause I had to remove some scheduling when I had some stuff to record last week and I did not do anything folks. And so, um, we'll see, we'll see what I want to be up. To. We'll see how much I'm up to doing. Let's just, let's, let's do that. But I do want to thank you all for the kind words. Again, like I said, this is a solo episode. I'm going to do shit a little different. We're going to do a five spot and, um, Let's just kick this shit off. Um, oh, one thing. I do want to say I got some feedback. <laughs> it was like two-week-old feedback. But feedback, nonetheless, um, from my episode with Sheikah. Uh, we were the last. Was Sheikah last? Yeah, Sheikah was last. Who killed romance? Okay, we had to go there. We talked about it. Some of y'all said, one person said, Booney, you are a traitor. How dare you say women killed romance? I thought you were on our side. <laughs> so if you did not check out episode 211 with the homie Sheikah, please go do so. Um, it's a good one. A very organic, fun kiki with Sheikah. So um, go back and check out that episode. All right. We're just, I'm not going to belabor this. We're just going to hop right into it. We're going to do a typical boonie five spot here. We're going to go through a few things. First up, number one on this week's spot, the dates for boonie live drop. (laughs) Air horns, all that shit. We are back this summer, motherfuckers. Um, We are going to Baltimore on Saturday, July 23rd. We are going to New York on Saturday, August 13th, and we are trying to firm up a date for North Carolina. I know it was, I was toying between Houston, North Carolina, Chicago, and Atlanta. And I'm like, I've been to Atlanta. I'll go back, but I wanted to do something new. Then I wanted to do it in the fall. So I was like, Chicago, ah, we want to go warm. So then it left Houston and North Carolina. I will do something in Houston. I feel like I need to get there one more time to look at some spaces. I just went in March, but I feel like I really need to concentrate because I feel like Houston is a very interesting city, but we will have a show there. Mark my word. So maybe in the winter, it might be Houston, but again, North Carolina dates will be coming. Um, If you are in Patreon, gang, your tickets have been on sale for Baltimore for a couple of days now. Um, You get special discounted tickets. So I'm letting all of you people know there are a lot of you 
who pay for Patreon, who don't engage, you're not in the group chat, you don't check the portal. If you listen to the podcast, I'm letting you know right now that your special discounted tickets end on May 3rd. After May 3rd, you play the normal price, okay? Um, So May 3rd, tickets drop for everyone for Baltimore Booney Live. New York tickets will be dropping in two weeks, I believe. So just hold the date for August 13th. Now you're probably like, Booney, who the fuck? Who the fuck are the guests? So for Baltimore Booney Live, we have our problematic fave, Brian, and we have Tashia B., um, the creative of the sneaker exhibit. She was actually a guest on the pod, like episode 194, um, I Heart Jordans and Good Dick. So those are our two guests. And if you know either one of them, you know this shit is going to be some trouble. So go ahead and get them tickets. All right. So we're, I'm excited to be back on stage. I really am. I'm a little nervous, but I always get nervous. Um, but I also am excited. So Booney Live, number one. Number two. Number two, Selling Sunset on Netflix. We love that show. I'm just going to go through a few things. We're going to start with the obvious, the new edition of The Black Girl. There are going to be some spoilers if you haven't listened, uh, watched Selling Sunset yet. The Black Girl, Chelsea, hated her. Um, How do you align yourself with Christine? And then you come in and you just her mouthpiece. Christine is batshit fucking crazy. I used to really like Christine at one point, but now I'm just like, she's fucking insane. And Chelsea, the British Valley Girl... Are we going to go look at the property? <laughs> the British, British Valley Girl accent was an accent that I had never heard before in my life until this uh, show. But it's always going to be fuck Chelsea because you made me side with Davina and I fucking hate Davina. So, yeah, it's fuck Chelsea. Now, I was sad we didn't see a lot of Heather and Vanessa this season. Um, they were there, but not a lot. I'm glad Maya's gone. Bye bye. Um, Emma. We loved Emma. Emma is a fucking hanger in white skin and bones, right? Um, she's so skinny. And not just her. All of the girls in this show are so fucking tiny. Like, I want to strap them in a chair and make them just guzzle lard because I just don't understand how human beings are this skinny. <laughs> like, they're just so fucking skinny. And I'm not even saying, like, they have to be fat. No. They, none, of, none of those girls can weigh more than 115 pounds. Like, they can't possibly. Like, they turn to the side and they're like this. If you're on Patreon, you're looking. They're like this. They're so fucking tiny. But Emma, I was rooting with her and the guy, Micah. I went stalking her Instagram page. I didn't see anything of him on there. I hope that becomes something. And then we had Chris Shell and Jason. And we, we it, it was sad watching it. Because we all knew how it ended up, right? We all knew they already broke up before this shit aired. And so it was like, oh, this is watching this train wreck. They put way too much pressure on them about having a ring, about having, um, getting married and all this stuff. And I'm just really, this proved to me that this man is like in his 40s, I would gather. And it proved to me that you can't change a man. That man don't want to be married. That man don't want to have babies. And that was just um, a recipe for disaster from the start. Okay. I take a swig of water. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) Normally, I have a guess when I do that, but I'm getting so worked up. My mouth is dry. Um, Yeah, so it was just very interesting. But what I will say I am excited about for Selling Sunset 
they're doing a reunion on May 6th. So I feel like I'll be locked in, tuned in. I hope whoever is the host of the reunion asks all the good questions. But yeah, it's a hated it on Chelsea. It's a bad shit crazy on a Christine. And Davina, kudos to the stylist. And I think it's so funny that she still hasn't sold the $75 million house. It's fucking hilarious to me, but it is what it is. If you have not checked that out, go listen, not listen, go watch Selling Sunset on Netflix and let me know. It's a quick, easy watch. Even if you've never watched one season, you can literally bang through a whole season in like four hours. It doesn't take long at all. All right. Number three, more television. (laughs) I took the week off work. I didn't do shit, but watch TV all week. So y'all going to get all of this. Ozark. All right. So y'all know I was late to the Ozark game. Y'all know I was late. So I just recently binged all of it. I'm going to have to give Ozark finale, the, the final episodes, a seven out of 10. Um, I felt like it was dragging a bit. It, 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 it just dragged way too much for those last final episodes. Um, I can live with the ending. I don't want to give any spoilers too much. Maybe I will do some spoilers. Fuck it. Spoiler alert. I wanted Ruth to die at one point. It's so funny how in these shows you start rooting for the alleged victims as I'm doing air quotes. And so I always liked Marty Bird. Um, What I appreciated about Wendy Bird was that she was not insufferable like uh, Walter White's wife from Breaking Bad like Carmela Soprano, those wives were just fucking uh, the worst. So I appreciated that. She was a true psychopath, though. I really fucked with Ruth almost to the end. She was getting on my nerves. Jonah, but we knew she had to die, right? Like, you killed a cartel leader. If they had not killed Ruth, I would have been mad at the show. But I do think they should have... um, given her a better bow out. Like, I think the scene was, it was, uh, uh. so that's how I felt about the whole thing. Bringing back the Rachel girl. I had to Google who the fuck that was. And the little mentally challenged young man who worked at the little, I forgot about these people. I had to Google who that was. too. I didn't know who they were. Like, why are we bringing them back? I, it was unnecessary. Um, but also can we shout out uh, Carmela, uh, the lady, I feel like the um, Hispanic actors get pigeonholed much like Italian actors. It's like Italian actors are the mob, the gangsters, and the Hispanic actors are like cartel. And so for her to have played a cartel member on two very popular shows with the same exact name, like y'all go and give her another name because that was her character on Queen of the South, which I just fucking finished, which is amazing. Long live Teresa Mendoza. But... It was just like, damn, like y'all couldn't even name her Olivia or something. Like she had the same exact fucking name. Like, oh my God. So yeah, Ozark, seven out of 10. I wouldn't be shocked if they did a movie. Um, What I will say, what I really, really did enjoy about it was I did like that um, the birds kind of made it out unscathed. Like that's the shit that, really happens the people who have all of the dirt and the blood on them are the ones who make it to the top and i really think that was my takeaway from the show is that <laughs> i think i've talked about this before that i was struggling 
with, you know, it's like, be a good person and live a good life and good things happen to you. And I think that's a crock of shit. Going back to the episode with last week with Chico, where we talked about things and the ways we've been lied to. I think that's one of the ways we've been lied to so that people aren't ruthless assholes to get what they want, right? Because that more little bug in the back of your head is like, you got to be a good person so good things can happen to you. And time and time again, we keep seeing these degenerate assholes (laughs) becoming president, becoming billionaires and millionaires. And we're out here complaining about the price of gas. Okay. And so that was the one thing I take away from is like in that final scene where the guy, that inspector shows back up and he's like, you know, you guys don't get to win. The world doesn't work like that. And Wendy Bird was like, since the fuck when, right? Like, <laughs> that's exactly how the world works. The people who are the dirtiest, who were willing to kill, steal, climb, bash, those are the people who win. And we see that time and time again in life, even with fucking influencers, right? The people who are willing to steal and buy followers and do all that bullshit, those are the people who fucking win. And those people we like, those people we tap. So yeah, um, Ozark, I'm going to shut up my dissertation, but I got, I liked some of the messaging in there and I overall liked the ending because I liked that it wasn't tied up in a neat, tiny bow, but, um, I see Netflix doing like a movie follow-up in a a couple of years, like a year or two. We're going to get a movie follow-up on Ozark. I would not be shocked. But one of the funniest tweets I saw about the season, uh, somebody was like, Marty Bird, every time someone asked him if his drastic decision was Wendy's idea, and it's the meme of Will Smith from the Oscars, like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And I'm like, accurate, accurate, accurate. So check out Ozark. Let me know what you thought. Am I off base? Did you love it? Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was uh, a, a clap worthy. I think also because I just finished Queen of the South. So Queen of the South, I was, they got all the applause. So this one was kind of like, ah, okay, like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't a homeland. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Number four, we're bringing it um, home. Number four, everything is fucking high. I don't know when the buck stops. (laughs) Because... Gas is high, flights are high, hotels are high, rent is high, the mortgage is high, the milk is high, the eggs are high, the chicken is high, condoms are high, lube are high. I'm sure the price of abortions have gone up too at this point. Why the fuck is everything so high? Like people were mad about gas being $4 for two days. And in Maryland, I feel like they played in our motherfucking faces. They did like a little gas tax thing for 30 days, but gas is still four fucking dollars. I filled up my old ass car, an old ass Camry for $57. Like what the fuck is going on? Nobody's mad about it. And I feel like we need to be more mad about it <laughs> because my theory is they used like they're making up for these COVID alleged COVID declines in revenue. Right. And I'm doing finger quotes and now they're fucking price gouging us. And none of these prices are going back down. Like this is it. This, this, everybody's talking about the new normal. This is the motherfucking new normal. It's in my motherfucking wallet. 
<laughs> even in pricing the live show, y'all know me. I try to be affordable, but not make it, you know, make it worth my while. I'm not trying to get, well, I'm not trying to get rich in that capacity, right? Like, I feel like the money will come in other ways for me. So I'm not trying to break people over to their heads because I know I'm in the struggle to paying $57 for a tank of gas. So, but yesterday's price is not today's price on nothing. And it will never be yesterday's price again. And I think that is the hook, right? Housing prices are never going back down. Milk's not, gas not, none of this shit is going back. So this is the new normal. Everybody, and, and then you want us to go back into an office building. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? Who can fucking afford that shit? So yeah, I just feel like people need to be more outraged at the price of things. <laughs> and I know some people are just probably like, you know, Booney, it's not even worth getting mad at because what I'm going to do about it. I hear you. 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 <laughs> but I still feel like you can't roll over and take it either. So it's a, a really weird thing. But um, shit, everything is fucking hot. God damn. Like, I just want to take a beach vacation. I haven't been to a beach since 2019. And I just can't. I can't pull the trigger but i know i need to let go of yesterday's prices that's a memory a distant memory (laughs) and i I need to let go because i need to feel some warm ocean running through my toes over the sand i need to feel it soon and i need to um i need to accept that reality that this is what i'm going to be paying um but it's hard it's hard it's hard like why does everything have to be so expensive. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just upset at paying the five. So that's it. Number four. (laughs) Number five. Um, I think, um, I think one of the, um, things that hit me in losing my grandfather and why it affected me as much as it did is because that was my last grandparent. And I also is not lost on me the irony that my last grandparent that I lost um, was not a biological grandparent. Um, That was my grandmother's second husband. And so we shared no, no blood relation, but that was my motherfucking grandfather. And after he died, it's like, shit, I went to sleep that night and I have no grandparents. And I cannot, um, I could, looking back over my life, I could not imagine what my life would be without my maternal grandparents. And I'm thinking my recently deceased papa and um, my grandmother, who I've talked about so much. If you're an OG on the podcast, listener, OG Ratcheteer, you guys know um, the depth of my love for her, the gratitude I express for her for being in my life. And, and that's the same thing with my grandfather. And so... I think it was like, fuck, like, I don't have grandparents anymore. And so for me, grandparents, which is always these special, um, 
magical people <laughs> who they got to spoil you and, and teach you lessons and take you places. And um, I'm like, damn, they're gone. The lessons that they give you, the le- it's different. It's different than your parents. And um, nobody spoils you like a grandparent. And so I know it was a blessing to be able to have a grandparent until I was 37 years old. I feel like having my grandparents in my life was probably one of the greatest gifts I'll ever know. Um, and it got me thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm grappling. Um, people say it all the time. You have time to have a child if you want to have a child. And I've been very honest about this too. I don't, I don't know. Right. Like I've always been, I don't know. But when I thought about that, I'm like, shit, you know, I would like my mom to be with me for at least another 20 years, (laughs) but damn. Right. Because I waited longer in life. If I have children, my kids will miss out on a lot of years with grandparents. And I think that's a kind of a deficit of having kids in older age. Your parents are older. And so they like it. Like I said, it's a blessing to have had a grandfather until I was 37 years old. Um. And so I, I just, I think, um, as I'm thinking about my own legacy, some choices that I have to make in my life upcoming that, um, losing my grandfather and me knowing he was the last of the Mohicans, right. (laughs) For me, um, it just has me questioning things and grandparents are just so, so special. So much so that I've often said to people, I want to be a granny, but I don't know if I want to be a mommy (laughs) because that's how special my relationship was with my grandmother that I'm like, oh my God, I want to be just like her. I want to be a grandmother just like her. Um, And as I'm sitting here having just, you know, said my final goodbye yesterday to my grandfather. Um, I'm, I, I keep toiling with that often. And I was joking on Instagram, right? Like, oh, I woke up this morning thinking of a weave and y'all responsible fave KG was like, do not make any decisions for a month. You are in mourning. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's where I am, you know, on this topic too, because I have to make some decisions, um, in the coming months health wise on some things. And it has me thinking, uh, about, you know, legacy, uh, children, uh, you know, even start thinking about grandparents, like, you know, my mom being a grandparent, I wouldn't want to rob her of those years either. Um, if that's the choice that I make, it's such a daunting thing. And it's so weird how the curves and ebbs and flows of life give you chances to ponder, reflect, um, or even um, just affirm that the decisions that you've made in your life. 
because this, I could just be feeling it right now because I'm so open. I'm so emotionally open right now that, you know, I'm, I'm processing things a bit different, but I'm, I'm appreciative of the different lens that I have now. Life changed a week ago for me. And, um, so I'm appreciative of that lens, but I don't want to make an emotional decision that just because it was emotional based, right. Did I really want this? Or was this just me being emotional and I didn't let some nigga shot up the club <laughs> and now I got a baby that I don't even want. <laughs> so yeah, these are some of the things that I was thinking about, but I really just, um, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm thankful for the memories, the moments, all of the years, the decades that I had with my grandparents. But I just think, I don't know, life felt like it shifted a bit. It really felt like it shifted a bit for me. And I have a very small family, a very small family. And so, and this is for, I'm not saying my losses are greater than anyone else, but having a small family, when death does happen, I feel like it's monumental because that person was already such a giant in your life because it was eight of you. And so now on my branch in my family tree, there's, it's just my mom. Um, I have one great aunt. That's it. So when she's gone, there's nobody else on that branch above us. So it's just one generation before me. Um, and on my branch, people don't have children. <laughs> so it just has me pondering and thinking a lot. And um, so, yeah, so this is um, my my hug, my ramble um, to all of the grandparentless kids out there now. It really, um, it really uh, hits you hard, hits you different. And um, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. But I don't know. I'm. I'm. I would be curious to know. Um, those of you who've lost grandparents, or even if some of you who've never even grown up with your grandparents. I know some people were born and their grandparents are already gone. Um, did that have any effect on you, not having grandparents? I really think. Um. Because y'all, y'all also see me joke about like bring back Big Mama because people grandparents be thirty two these days. <laughs> but there ain't no more him, him singing, long skirt wearing, apron wearing, gir- you know, slip wearing grandmas these days. Grandma is in her fashion over too. <laughs> so I'm thankful that. I came from an era of the big mamas and the grannies who look like grannies who weren't trying to be on Instagram, (laughs) busting it open, saying I look good in Lycra. Like, okay, go sit down, please. Thank you. Um, But yeah, I I think I'm going to have a conversation on this on uh, Talk to Boonie Tuesday because I'm just very curious to know, um, did, did anyone else have this? you know, this, this period of reflection or recollection, um, in losing a grandparent. And so again, I just want to thank you all for giving me grace and space. Um, I may have to take a few more, uh, moments of grace and space I keep the, uh, positive energy. And I appreciate all the thoughts and prayers, all the DMS, those of you who checked in, who, 
sent me an email, uh, told me to take weeks off, fuck them episodes. <laughs> I really do um, appreciate you all. I really do. And so I hope that that comes across. And I hope that, you know, that I never take it for granted for a second. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm going to see if I'm up to, you know, getting back into a rhythm of um, recording next week, but I may be re-releasing an episode next week and we'll, I'll see you all on May 16th back with new episodes. That might be the plan, but I did just want to come let you guys hear my voice, know what's up. Um, so it's no silence. And again, give my great appreciation for all of your well wishes, positive energy and prayer. So thank you so much for real. I fuck with y'all fuck with y'all. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen, subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcasts, Amazon music, Spotify, <laughs> so many great spots. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I'm tongue twisted. Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Do not forget to leave us a five-star review too. That might make me feel better right now. Um, And you might hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay, have a dope-ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Hug your people. Give them your love. Give them kisses. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Until next time.